Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys for tuning in. So happy to have you here. We're here every Monday here for Secret Keepers Club. And this week, just as a reminder, the Spotify Live chat is going to be Tuesday instead of Thursday. We can't do Thursday because it's Thanksgiving bites. Sorry. We got to do Tuesday at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on the Spotify Live app instead, just as a reminder to you guys. And I, it's Sunday. I'm recording this at, what time is it? 3.30. Um, I got home super early this morning from Chicago. I had such a great weekend in Chicago. This was like the tail end of shows for this little tour that I did with Jesse May. And these were the, these shows were so much fun. We were at Zany's in Chicago, Zany's in Rosemont. And, um, you guys really just showed up and showed out. My birthday was on Friday and you guys brought me the sweetest little cards and, and little gifts and stuff like that. And I'm just so um, flattered and, and, and humbled by that. And, and honestly, so grateful. I know I sound like I'm full of shit. What, you know, like I, I know I sound like I'm kissing ass, but I really, really am just so, I'm so flattered to have such a, such a cool group of people that are just like the best. You guys are just the best. So thank you so much for that. You made me feel so special on my birthday. I was so damn depressed because when, when I got to Chicago, the original hotel that they had put it, they had put us up in was like such a shithole. And I walked in and I started crying and I texted Jesse May. I said, girl, this hotel is a shithole. And I don't complain ever. I don't think I've like really ever complained. Um, about a hotel, about really anything. I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. But she was like, I knew it was bad when you texted me that because she hadn't gotten there yet. So she used her, um, her points to get us a really, really nice hotel. She had to use up her points anyway, before, uh, before the end of the year. So <clears throat> it worked out perfect. And that just like really switched up the vibe because it was giving Bates motel, you know? It was giving Bates Motel. It was giving Haunted, like, The Shining. But at least, the, the, I got to say, the hotel from The Shining really was cool, huh? I would like to stay in that actual hotel that they filmed it in because it just looks so sick. But anywho, you guys, I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. You made me feel so special. And I met a few girlies that have the same birthday as me. Quite a few. We're there this weekend. Can you imagine that? I love that. You know how much I love that. I get so freaking excited. Um, but yeah, that was, it was just such a nice time. And I had gotten, I landed in New York at, um, about eight 45. So I had left at like four. And then when I got home, I was so shot. I did a couple things and I just, I passed out. I passed out, but my friend, <laughs> my friend, Corey, um, just sent me an edible arrangement for my birthday. Cause I wasn't home on my birthday and it came with a, a balloon and when I tell you my cats are being so freaking cute, staring at the balloon, staring at the stream, staring at the balloon, and I'm not going to leave it out for them because like, if I go out, I'll like put it in my bedroom or something and just shut the door. But, um, I'm just getting, I'm just getting such a kick out of them being obsessed with this damn balloon. I'm like, maybe they've never, I, I don't, I don't know that I've ever had one since I've had them. Isn't that funny? Um, but anywho. Shout out to my girlies. I'm going out to dinner tonight to one of my favorite uh, true New York City staple restaurants. Old school Italian. It's called Bamonti's. It's in Brooklyn. It's really good if you guys are ever in town. That's not a sponsorship, okay? Okay, don't come for me. I was just being, I, I was just being helpful. 
But anywho, let's get into these emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. This one says, let's see, where should we start? Where should we start? This one says speed dating. Okay, this one, uh, hi, Carly, and hi, the sweet little baby angel boys. Let me start off by saying I listen to you at work, and I'm always cackling to myself. I think it was a few weeks ago, probably on confessions when you said that you don't regret a hoe phase. Damn right, girl. That's the best time. That's when I felt the most confident in myself. Facts. Facts. I will always, I will always be encouraging. I will always be encouraging of a hoe phase. Nothing wrong with that. And then she says, anyway, I wanted to know if you or any of the girlies have had an experience with speed dating. Is it worth it? I'm debating on signing up. What do you think? I would love to go speed dating. I really would. And, and like, there are things in New York that are like, you know, little things you can join where it's speed dating. And I would love to go with like all my friends. That would be so much fun, but I'm nervous about the type of people, like the type of men that are going to show up (laughs) and the guys showing up to this like group of girls that are so cute and smart and amazing and adorable. And yet he looks like a freaking, a big toe. And he's scary. And then he knows your name and then he can Google, he he can Google you and he scares the damn shit out of you. So I've been a little hesitant to actually, you know, jump in and do it, but I would love to do it. If any of you have had an experience with speed dating, I would love to hear it, but I will say, and, and I don't know if this is a coincidence. I have never in my life met anyone that met their partner speed dating. I just don't think I've ever experienced that. So if any of you have, let us know and we'll believe in love. This next one says, what if he comes back? Hi, Carly and the kitties. Thank you so much for reading this. I'll get straight to it. I had a situationship at work and we got along so great. I wanted something more, but we agreed it wasn't a good time because we worked together. We never slept together, but we were super affectionate and the connection was so strong. I felt so comfortable with him. It felt really easy. I hadn't felt that way in a very long time. I noticed he started to pull away and would get jealous if I was having a conversation with certain male coworkers. When he'd pull away, I'd pull away, trying to match his energy. It would feel like we were in a relationship at times, but not a healthy one. Sometimes we'd go times without talking, and it was always me reaching out first. The first time that happened, he said he wanted to reach out, but he was scared that I would reject him. When we stopped working together, we had some time apart and he didn't reach out. So I, again, reached out. He ignored me. And when he finally responded, he said he wasn't who he was before and not a good person and not a good hearted person um, that he'd only hurt. Okay. So she's like, like, she's a good hearted person. He's not a good person. And he would hurt her. I felt like he was pushing me away because he was going through a dark time. I was worried about him and wanted to be there for him. Uh, b- before I even finish this email, okay, because I've been in this, I've been in your little, your little shoes before, okay, your little Mary Janes, your little booties, your little shabooties, whatever you're wearing. I've been there, okay. And if someone's like, you're a good person, I'm a piece of shit. I, I don't want to pursue this. Whether they're trying to absolve themselves of any wrongdoing or they actually feel that way or whatever the reason is that they would say something like that run the hell away from them okay he's telling you what it is they're not gonna lie about that he's not gonna lie about that a lot of times I do feel like any type of and you guys know I feel this way about it but anytime someone says 
you're too good for me. You deserve better. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's true, but you're, it's a cop out and you know that you're copying, you know what you're doing right now. So I know that like, we just inherently, when we care about people, we're like, you know, I was worried about him and I wanted to help him. And then we just end up going above and beyond and doing like wifey shit for somebody that literally is a freaking potato that is living under the dirt. Okay. He's living underground. He's a potato. And here we are worried about a potato. Come on, girl. I've been there before and I've done it before. I even like, I remember I was, (laughs) some guy did this to me once, like something very similar where he was like, you know, I just don't want a relationship. I can't give you what you need, which like, again, facts. And I like was worried about him. He was like, you know, like, I'm just trying to get my shit together and blah, blah, blah. And tell me why I had like, I had like given him like baked goods. (laughs) (laughs) Not me giving him cookies. Why did I go ahead and do that? And listen, I feel really stupid about it. I feel really stupid about it. That was a really long time ago, but still to this day, I'm like, you know what? I really was like, maybe the cookies will help him because he's, he's sad or whatever. Meanwhile, it's like, he was probably just like, let me get this girl away from me. Freaking rots, I swear. But anywho, I digress. We're gonna, we're gonna get back into this email. Okay. She said... Okay. I was worried about him and wanted to be there for him. So I kept being persistent and telling him that he was a good person. Also don't do that. If someone's being a piece of shit, don't argue with them. No, you're a good person. No, he's not. He's a clown. Right, Sandy? Yeah, baby girl. So, okay. Kept telling him he was a good person. He finally told me that he was dating someone. See, that's also the thing. Like, of course he was dating someone. Of course he was. I felt so dumb and hurt because I truly thought he was going through something, but it was clear that he was pushing me away because of his new relationship. I asked him if that was the reason that he had been pushing me away. And he said, no, he said it was because he was going through something and wanted to keep a distance from friends. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that. I decided to tell him my feelings were there and that it hurt that he was dating someone and I'd still like to stay friends. He thanked me for my honesty, but he didn't and said he'd stay in touch. He would still see my social media. I stopped posting because I felt like he didn't know, deserve to know what I was up to if he wasn't going to reach out. And he hasn't, and I haven't either. I don't know what to do if he comes back. I don't know why, but I feel like he is. Maybe I'm being delusional, but our connection was so strong. It upsets me when I think about the fact that he moved on so easily after I told him my feelings for him were still there. I feel hurt, angry, and sad when I think about him. Sometimes I miss him and wonder what could have been, or if it would have been worth giving it a chance if he were to come back. Other times, I don't know if I even want to be his friend in the future. It's a roller coaster of emotions. Reading this makes me feel silly, but I can't help how I feel. Any advice would really help. Thank you so much in advance. Girl... Unfortunately, like a lot of us go through something very similar. We have feelings for somebody that, you know, doesn't, either it's not reciprocal or they weren't being a hundred percent honest when, you know, you had this little flirty thing. Maybe he was already talking to this girl. Maybe he was in a relationship already. Like we don't really know. We only know what people present to us and what people tell us, but a lot of times people are full of shit. 
not just guys, like, especially if it's someone that you have a flirtatious thing, like the, the way that I have dealt with this in the past, and this is something that really makes it easier for me to let go and move on from something is I tell myself, like, I didn't know this person. They were showing me the best version of themselves, but that's not who they are. And if this is what they are, then I don't want it. I would never have even been attracted to this in the first place. Someone that's like lackadaisical and dramatic and like having a pity party about himself. It's like, can you go build a fucking shed or something for God's sakes? I mean, how hard is it for someone to build a damn deck and to build a shed? And yet instead you're here doing God knows what with the Lord knows who, and I can't be involved in it. Like go build a freaking <laughs> go put together a credenza. You know, we don't have to be doing all of this. The theatrics of it all. You're, you're too good of a person for me. Okay. Nobody cares. Spare me. Nobody cares. I promise you. Yeah. I am too good of a person for you. Is that a surprise? You're just realizing that now. Okay. Thank you for wasting my time, sir. But I think the way we, we can flip it and the way we can look at it now, and I know this isn't easy and I'm not trying to be insensitive to your situation because your feelings, whatever you're feeling is completely valid, right? It's, there's no like, oh, I feel silly or you don't have to give an excuse for feeling the way you feel. It's how you feel. And that's okay. You know? Um, But I think the way we can go about this is to just view it as like his behavior is unattractive. It's not it's not something that we like, what what are we doing? And I know that a lot of times when someone is kind of back and forth and have you live in this like ambiguous space with them, it does have the mystery of it makes them more attractive, but they're really not like, he's kind of just corny at this point. Am I wrong? I don't know. That's just kind of how I, you have to take people out of this, like off this pedestal you put them on. Cause the guy that did this to me, I remember going, I'm like, he really like, like, I'm like, why do I like, why am I so into him? And it was because he wasn't that into me and it made him more attractive to me. And then I literally would like take that whole situation out of it. And I looked at him like, he's literally a guy with a fucking peanut allergy. If this guy had a peanut butter and jelly, he would die. And I'm, and I'm, you know, flipping out over him, please. This guy can't have a fucking Reese's pieces. And I'm literally crying. (laughs) Like, are you insane? You have to look at them like they're human. And then you go, ew, no, he's gross. Stanley, what is it, babe? Babes, we're not doing it today, babes. All right? What are you doing back there? I'm afraid he's going to, you know, Stanley's a type of psycho. He'll jump from the ceiling right onto my fucking head. But you'll be all right, girly pops. Like, you just got to remove him from this, like, idea of him that you have in your head. That's all. And it'll make it very easy once you just like start looking at him and getting the ick. But also I have a few tricks. So like imagine you have to imagine people in unattractive situations like like you have to imagine him. I said this to my friend about this guy. She was like, how do I like get the ick for him? Because she really, really liked him. And he was just being like very blase about her. And I said, girl, imagine him in a cafeteria walking around with a tray and he doesn't know where he's going to (laughs) sit. I'm like, picture him like waiting for a drink at the bar and the bartender's ignoring him. <laughs> like, imagine him using a coupon at the Outback Steakhouse. 
girl, we got to get creative sometimes. Okay. And I get it. And I get it. The cafeteria try really gets me every single time. Every time I picture it, it's so funny because that's so embarrassing. <laughs> it is so embarrassing. Oh my goodness. But yeah, that's it. Stanley, what? He's driving me nuts. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by Nutrafol. 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair. Take control of your hair with Nutrafol. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in just three to six months. I swear by this stuff. I've been taking it for months. I noticed the difference right away. My hair is long. My hair is shiny. And listen, I, I get jam compliments on my gosh darn hair. And I think part of it is due to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is 100% drug-free with only natural, clinically effective botanical ingredients. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Subscribers receive monthly delivery, so you never have to miss a dose. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. You may also notice improvements in your overall well-being, including a more restful sleep, less stress, better skin, nails, and libido. Grow thicker, healthier hair, and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription, free shipping on all orders. This is their best offer and only a available to U.S. listeners for a limited time. Take $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code secret. Stand up for your strands and get Nutrafol. Um, All right, let's go to this next one. Let's go to this next one. Okay, this one says long and juicy. Fuck, Mary kill included. Hi, hold on. Let me make sure he's not like actually stuck. What the hell is going on back there? Hold on one second. I'm going to pause this. Okay. He's fine. He was just like, uh, he was just being crazy. Okay. So this one says long and juicy fuck, Mary kill included Hi, queen Carly and the sweet baby angels apologize in advance because this is a long story. I've been dating the same guy for about three and a half years. We have had some rough patches, but who doesn't nothing out of the norm and would never be worth ending the relationship. When we first started dating, we both had gotten out of long-term relationships. We were together for about five months. Um, and we decided we weren't ready to be together because we both had healing we needed to do first. Fast forward to six months and I get a text from him asking to meet up for a coffee. I agreed because I genuinely missed him. During our part, our time apart, I was really sad. Not to be dark, but more sad than usual. It was like deep down, I knew we were going to be together at some point and I couldn't understand why we weren't. So we get coffee and tell me why it was like nothing ever happened. We, oh my God, this cat is on drugs. He, can you imagine living with like such a freak animal that I'm living with right now? Okay. So she says, okay, let me, let me just pick up. We got coffee and it was like, nothing ever happened. We just have a bond and our humor meshes so well together. We decided that it was time. We started dating and everything was going really well. And then we went to the beach. We took our first picture together. Oh my God, cute. My boyfriend put it on his Instagram later that day and proceeds to inform me that this girl from his gym unfollowed him. I'm sitting there like, okay, number one, how do you know that? Number two, why do you care? Like, hello, mate. I'm sitting right in front of you like a five course meal in my little itty bitty bikini. When I asked him about it, he said, because 
He told me it was nothing. And he said she had this weird crush on him. I dropped it, but this girl kept popping up. They're both very into lifting. So come to find out he would go to her gym once a week to do quote unquote cardio and wouldn't answer me while he was at the gym. I knew they would be there at the same time. Again, I confronted the situation and he told me that she was moving out of state. Everything was fine once she moved. My anxiety and the relationship had calmed down. We were doing so good. Then my boyfriend went on a bachelor trip in the same city that she had moved to, going down a full day earlier than everyone else because he was going to quote unquote stay with his old coworker. Okay. I have never heard him speak of this coworker. He ended up not going that early, only got there a few hours before everybody else, but he did end up at that gym. He came back and I was extremely bitter. I didn't have any proof of anything, but I knew I was pissed off and my gut was telling me something had happened. He swears up and down that nothing happened. After all that, everything had been so perfect. We had no arguments. We have been stronger than ever before, but I peeped Instagram the other day, may or may not have made a fake sugar daddy account, but a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. And I find out that she's back now and is a member at the gym my boyfriend goes to. She goes the same night that my boyfriend goes. I message her on Instagram out of anger and basically ask her what's going on. But I got scared and I deleted it. Part of me wishes I wouldn't have done that. I think my boyfriend knows that I know she's back and he's trying really hard to prove that he's not involved with her. But I still have this weird gut feeling. And why of all places does she need to go to that gym specifically? As if she doesn't drive by eight other gyms um, to get to this one. Sometimes something about it is weird and I don't like it. Do I confront this girl randomly? Every time I ask or bring it up, my boyfriend gets really upset and nothing gets accomplished. I just can't help but check her page and see if she is where he is. And I can't relax when we're apart. I always feel like they communicate in some way. I just don't know. Am I crazy? Um, and then she gives a fuck, Mary kill that we're going to do at the end, which is very funny. So girl, first of all, leave the, okay. Okay. We've all been here where somebody drives us crazy. Right. And I just have to say, don't even reach out to her. She's not in a relationship with you. She doesn't owe you anything. She doesn't owe you the truth. She doesn't owe you to not flirt with your boyfriend. Like this girl is not the person that you should be speaking to. You should be speaking to your boyfriend about this. And I know that like, I know that it's like, well, he gets really upset. It's like, okay, well, you're upset too. So what's the, what's the deal there? Like you have to be upset and paranoid all the time and you can't speak to him about it. It's kind of not fair, right? Why are you sparing him that conversation? Like, I wouldn't even talk to this girl because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. If they talk, if they communicate when they're at the gym or whatever, like she's going to be like, your crazy girlfriend messaged me. That's what she's going to say to him. Like, that's what she's going to say, because she's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she reached out to me. Like, I totally get it. We've all done things like that before as well. But you have to go straight to the source, like go to your man. He's the one that needs to tell you what's going on. And at that point, you have to like. You have to come to a compromise with him, like. And, and if you are going to if you are going to ask him and he's going to say whatever he's going to say. Like you have to just either accept it because otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy or you got to move on 
and leave the relationship. If you really don't trust him that much, to me, that says the most. You know what I'm saying? If you're even that paranoid about him being in the gym with this girl, like, first of all, and this is something so crazy, like, he didn't even have to, like, this whole thing, you would have never even knew this girl existed if he didn't say, like, oh, this girl from my gym unfollowed me. Like, okay, why do you care? Why do you care about that? You know? But I get where you're coming from. I get where you're coming from. But if you are going to have a conversation with him about it, you got to just be like, listen, I know she goes to your gym. I know you guys still see each other in some type of way, whatever. And it bothers me for X, Y, and Z reasons. And it bothers me that you hid it from me. And I need to know what's going on. And then if he says nothing's going on, she's just my friend. I didn't want, I'm going to tell you what he's going to say. I didn't want to tell you because I knew it would make you upset. Of course. Of course. Okay. But if that's not a good enough answer for you, then you need to do what you want to do and, 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 and find somebody that you don't have to worry about so much, you know, find someone. I I don't know. I, I, I do trust like a gut feeling. I do trust a gut feeling sometimes. And, and sometimes they're right. It doesn't mean that he's hanging out with this girl or he's hooking up with this girl by any means, but maybe there's some type of flirtation going on there. Um, God, you couldn't see shit like that is like why I'm just like happy to not be in a relationship. I sleep amazing. I sleep like a log every night. Not worried about if anybody's, if anybody's talking to someone at the damn gym. Tell you that much right now. But anywho, um, okay, let's see this one. Okay, this next one, wait. This one says, the world is weird AF, but Carly, please help me feel safe. Dear Princess Carly and the Precious Kitty Prince Boys, (laughs) the weirdest thing happened to me and I need to vent and have you talk me back to my senses. Long story short, I have an ex that was both emotionally and physically abusive. Just send me his address. I just want to say something. Not me showing up on his door with the police. Uh, After I finally got the strength to leave him, he began dating the girl he cheated on me with, who also happens to be an old coworker of mine. She has been harassing me online for years, and I have had to block her on numerous social media accounts. She even messaged my new boyfriend multiple times and tried to sabotage our relationship and feed him lies about me. Oh, my God, get a life. This girl needs to get a damn life. It's just so like, she's obviously so insecure. I completed a year long PTSD program to help cope with the trauma from my ex and this girl that they put me through. Last night, my boyfriend and I went to a sold out Andrew Callahan show and tell me why out of 1,315 other seats in this venue, my ex and his girlfriend had seats directly behind us. We're talking the back of my head was two feet from this girl's face. My boyfriend noticed early on in the show and and decided not to tell me until the end so that I could still enjoy the show. Oh, that was really nice of him. That's really sweet. He's a keeper. My ex and his girlfriend got to stare at the back of my head for two hours and I got to enjoy the show with my boyfriend while I sat blissfully unaware. As happy as I am that I didn't notice their existence until the show was over um, and that they were hundreds of feet away, I am still feeling spooked as hell at how vulnerable I sat when they had ample chances to verbally or physically attack me like they had threatened to before. My curiosity got the best of me and I creeped on her Twitter where she had tweeted negative comments about my appearance. Oh my God. It's like, this girl is a clown. 
And she attached a photo of her seat that includes the back of mine and my boyfriend's heads. Again, way too fucking close for comfort. Why is this so goddamn bizarre? Why do I feel scared and unsafe, even though the situation ended in the best case scenario? Thanks in advance. I love you. I'm still shipping you and Dwayne Johnson, even though he's married. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then she, oh, okay. She sent me the, she sent me the picture that this girl posted and yes. Okay. So I see the back of your noggin and I see the back of your boyfriend's noggin there. Oh my goodness. She really was really close. Um, I think that, how can we spin this to make you feel better about the concert situation? Like to me, I'm like, oh, they were, they talk all this shit and she's talking about you on the internet. But when she sees you in person, she can't, she won't even say hello to you or, or like acknowledge like do anything to make you acknowledge her. Like to me, she's full of shit and she's a clown. And it's like, girl, she's jealous. She's insecure. She's all of these things. Like anyone that gets joy out of bullying someone is such an, such a loser. You're such a, if you're like going out of your way, I feel this way about any type of troll, any type of just person that's just like online all the time shitting on people. It's like, you are literally so embarrassing. You are so embarrassing. And that's proof to me that she's unhappy in every way, in her relationship, in her, like in every part of her life. So look at it like that. Look at it as like, oh, she didn't even have the balls to say something to you when you were right there. After all that, after all the theatrics, you know, but that is so weird, right? Um, Okay. This one says, Carly, longtime fan, included a photo of me the first time I saw you live. I'm sandwiched in between you and Jesse May. We were infants. Oh, God, let me look at that picture. Oh, my goodness. Now, where the hell was this? It looks like I'm wearing an actual wig. My hair was so red. Was this like, I'm, I'm trying to see the venue. It looks like, I wonder what club that is. I can't think of it in my head. Um, It's going to come to me at like four o'clock in the morning. I got you. Um, She says, can you say hi to my sister, Allison? She adores you. Hi, Allison. Hi, my girly. Anyway, I've been single for a while, almost 10 years. I dated here and there, but nothing serious. I met this guy, Mark, a couple weeks ago through a dating app. I really like him and things seem to be progressing really well. We haven't met, but all signs point to him being a real person. I've done my research. He has been abroad for work and will be returning on my birthday, which is when we plan on meeting. Well, yesterday, a week before my return, before his return slash my birthday, he decided to drop the L word on me. Carly, I've been in quote unquote love once or so I thought it was love at the time. And this guy kind of ruined love for me and is the reason I've been single for so long. I'm freaked out. I really like Mark and I'm excited to see where things go between us. I told him I'm just not there yet with the L word. He seems to understand, but it still kind of freaks me out. I'm always a firm believer. If, if you know, you know, but at the same time, history makes me feel like this is going to blow up in my face in the worst way. I can't tell if this is a red flag, him saying, I love you. Or if I'm scared at the end of the day, I'm afraid I'll run away because I'm afraid to fall in love. I've built a very high wall around my heart. I need your advice. What would you do in this situation? I've attached pics of him. <gasps> oh, you know, I love pictures. Oh my God. I, I need to see pictures of it. Oh, okay. He's cute. He's cute. He's got, he's buff as hell. Huh? Look at those arms, girly pop. Wow. What does he do? What is he? Oh, I zoomed in on the picture. Wow. He is cute. And he's sitting in a little restaurant with his little glass of water. How cute is he? But anywho, here's what I would do. 
Okay. First things first, before you even get your feelings involved in this guy, you got to see him. You got to FaceTime him. You got to Skype him in any type of way, because we're in 2022. If someone has any excuse to why they cannot FaceTime you or, or video chat with you, that is the biggest red flag you could possibly have. I don't care if, oh, my camera's broken. Oh, I don't have great service. Oh, okay. No, it's 2022. Go to the, go to the Apple store. Call me from one of the damn phones. I'm hanging out at the Apple store. You don't have a computer. You don't have an iPad. You don't have a phone. He's got to call you. He's got to FaceTime you. And then we'll decide if we love him. Okay. And then we'll decide that. But I've seen it happen too many times before. And yesterday, Jesse was saying that two, uh, uh, two of her friends got scammed for, for a lot of money with guys that they met online. So you got to FaceTime. First things first, let's do that. Then I do understand. I think it's a little too soon since you guys haven't met. How long have you guys been? Uh, okay. So you've been talking for a couple of weeks. It is early. Um, have you spoken to him on the phone? Have you guys just been texting? Like, I'm very curious to know the nuances of this, of this like relationship so far, but I would just be very careful. Like my trepidation would come from you guys not meeting before and you not really knowing what you're going to get. I want you to see him. I want you to see his mannerisms. I want you to like be able to hear his voice and see him like through video chat, at least until, you know, before you guys meet, I would feel, I would feel safer about the situation about it, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, it definitely is early for, to say love. Like, what is he, me? <laughs> Cause I say, I'll be like, I love you. <laughs> if I know someone for three days, he's stealing my bit is what he's doing, but I would, I would kind of mix up the, uh, the worries there. This doesn't feel like smooth sailing to me. I don't know why I just got that. I got that gut feeling. And I think that you, you do too. I think that's what it is. But if push comes to shove, like if you guys video chat and then you hang out and you really are feeling this guy, like I understand the, um, the, the, like I've had my heart broken before and I don't want to get to that again. I totally do understand that. And I've been there before, but I think that we shouldn't deprive ourselves of joy and happiness because of other people's mistakes. Um, and, and we do have to see that we deserve all of these things. We deserve to be happy in a relationship. Like I'm not going to carry the burden of somebody else hurting me or somebody else not doing the right thing by me. And I'm not going to let that affect me for the rest of my life. Like it affected me when we were in our relationship and we're not in a relationship anymore because I realized that you're a freaking potato. You're a freaking potato and it is what it is but I can't carry that with me. You have to carry that with you. Not you who wrote in the email. The guy has to carry it. Like you're the one who let go of a little, of, of a little cutie, dum-dum. You're the one who let go of a girl with a cute little peach and a great personality. So really I'm not losing sleep over it. You know, you have to, we, we just have to change the way we view things. Cause I think we've all, you know, we go through things, we get our hearts broken. We're like, Oh, I'm never going through that again. If you've ever been through a heartbreak, I, I think we've all thought that again. Like I will never put myself through this again, you know? Um, but Hey, you know, when, when, when you really, uh, 
feel for somebody and, and you really have a connection with somebody, I think that as scary as it is, it's so exciting and it's, and it's worth, you know, jumping into. So you have to keep us posted on that girl and, and girl, I'm, I'm not lying. I'm never asked somebody to do this before, but I need to follow up by next, by next week, because I need to give the girlies a follow-up on Monday of next week about this. I need you guys to FaceTime. Here's your homework. You guys are FaceTiming. Okay. And I'm leaving and, and I'm leaving to go to London on Friday. So I'm going to record the episode before. So I'm going to need it. I'm going to need your, your next essay prior to Friday. Okay. We also have Factor. Make Factor your personal chef this holiday season. They shop, prep, cook, and deliver to your door so you can get chef-created, dietitian-approved meals for the holidays minus all of the hassle. These fresh, never-frozen meals that are delicious and nutritious. With calorie-smart and keto options, Factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track with your goals. Factor now offers 34 meals per week and over three dozen add-on options. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Cheaper than dining out, so you can put the money towards your holiday fun. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you going to the new year. Head to go.factor75 dot com slash secret keeper 60 and use promo code secret keeper 60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code secret keeper 60 at go.factor 75.com slash secret keeper 60 to get 60% off your first box. Um, okay. This one says, this one says, I just sat front row at your show in Portsmouth. Oh, but this was sent. Oh, this was sent. Okay. Six days ago. And I need to know your skincare routine. Girl, you are glowing. Anything you recommend, I will implement immediately. Oh, interesting. Thank you so much. I'm trying to remember what, what I looked like in damn Portsmouth. I will say at the shows in Chicago, Friday, I tried to do like a little eyeliner and I, and I think I put too much blush on and I was not feeling it. I'm PMSing. I was like, groggy. I was bloated. I was like not feeling cute at all. And I tried to do this eyeliner look. I ended up looking like a Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So I wasn't on my game. So that's why I was like, there's no way this is about me in Chicago. <laughs> so it makes sense. Portsmouth. Um, I'm trying to think of what I've, what I've been using. I washed my face with Sarah V. Like you just get it. You could get it at the pharmacy. Um, I have been using skin fix, but if this was last week, I actually started using it this past week. So if this would be two weeks ago, I use this oil from cocoa kind. That's really, really good. I use aquaphor every night. Um, I just like slug, look up slugging. It's like you pretty much douse your face in, in aquaphor or Vaseline or something of that nature and, and go to sleep. And then you wake up and it's very, it's very luxurious. And I need to do that, especially in the wintertime girl, because my skin is so dry right now um, that I've been just loading up with oils and ointments and, and all of that stuff. So I would say CeraVe, um, Coco Kind Oil, which I got at um, like one of those like boutique-y kind of pharmacies by, by my apartment. And then Tretinoin, if I have a breakout, the Murad spot treatment, if I have a breakout works really, really well. Like you, if you put that on a pimple, like in two days, that baby's gone and slugging with, with aquaphor. And thank you so much for, for the compliments, Spipes. 
this next one says, come to Taylor Swift with me. Hi, happy, happy birthday, Carly. Hope you had the best damn day. My friends and I have an extra free ticket to go see Taylor Swift in Arlington and want, and want to know if you want to come with us, just say yes. I'm being dead serious. XOXO girl, I will gladly go send me the date and the time and I'm going to Arlington, wherever the hell that is. Not me going to Arlington. I will go to Arlington with you and your friends. You think I'm kidding? You think I'm not playing? I want to see Taylor Swift so bad, especially because of all the drama that's that's surrounded by her. You know, um, people are calling her a capitalist, which happens every single time this poor girl goes on tour. Well, she's not poor. I'll tell you that much right now. But um, wow, that's crazy. I would love to do that. I'm not kidding. So, okay. This one says, shit crappens for the potty. Just wanted to start off by telling you I love you and you make my Mondays brighter. Oh, thank you so much. Anywho, I have a pretty great shit crappens to tell you. It all started on a cold, wintry morning a few days ago. My girls were outside waiting for the bus to come and I watched them from the window because, well, I'm paranoid that they might get kidnapped. Anyway, I'm sipping my coffee and that feeling hits hard and fast. I have to wait for the gosh darn bus to come. So I'm pacing around, clenching my cheeks as hard as possible. Listen, I'm going to tell you something right now. Sometimes that first sip of coffee hits like that. Sometimes I'll be fine. And then you have one sip of coffee and you're like, I'm it's, it's an emergency. It just hits different. She says, I can't hold it. I pull my pants down and go sprinting up the stairs. I didn't fully make it to the toilet. I pretty much shat in my pants. Well, the funny part of the story is later on that evening, I hear my oldest daughter go, Oh my God, what is that? Is that a turd on the stairs? Side note, we recently had to put down our dog. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. She then says, did Ruby come back and poop on the stairs? <laughs> I came to inspect and there it was. <laughs> I don't know, it must have fallen out of my pants. <laughs> How did I go all day not seeing this when I was going up and down the stairs? Thank God I didn't step in it. I was laughing so hard. <laughs> I had to tell my girls that it was me. It, it was my stuff on the floor. They were horrified and couldn't wrap their head around how you could poop your pants in your own house. Ha ha ha. Anyway, hope that brings some laughs to the pod. Oh my God. That is so funny. I do. Listen, I am convinced. I am convinced that if you have an accident like this, right. And it's like you, you poop your pants, right. You have a shit crap in. I'm convinced that our brains do something that make us not like, like fully understand what just happened. Like it's a defense mechanism. It's something that happens like in our brains. Cause I'm telling you, I told you guys uh, years ago when we first started having stories like this on the podcast, I told you guys a story about my friend who she was walking home and she was like clenching really hard and she couldn't hold it. And she ran, like ran to her apartment, ran up the steps and like barely made it. Right. And then she didn't realize that she literally, (laughs) she went, she went when she was walking home and like her brain didn't let her know that. And she found out the hard way. Cause she did. Cause she noticed it in her damn Birkenstocks, not the Berkies, not the Berkies. Girl, it cracks me the hell up. And thank you for sharing that. That is too damn funny. Let's do this um, fuck Mary kill before we go. And again, you guys, you can tune into the Spotify live on Tuesday at eight Eastern five Pacific on the Spotify live app, but we're switching the date. Don't go on Thursday. Cause I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be eating stuff in what me mumps. 
All right. So the fuck my kill is the Pope, Adam Sandler, and Jack Black. Stop. This one is interesting. So I think you have to marry the Pope, right? Right? Because you can't fuck him because he's a virgin. And you can't kill him because he's the Pope. So you got to marry him. And then are you fucking Adam Sandler or Jack Black? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. And I'm sorry, Jack Black. You know I love you. You know I love you. It was just I had no choice but to but to let you go on that one. But anywho, I love you guys. I hope you have a great week. Great rest of your week. Have a great holiday. Thank you again so much to everybody who um, wished me a happy birthday, who came out to the shows in Chicago. I appreciate you all so, so much. And, and I just love you. So I'll chat to you soon. Bye, guys.